It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Braves reporter, Mark Bowman. Mark, we're talking starting rotation on the podcast this week, and it's certainly an intriguing starting rotation when you look at the new additions to this Braves uh, rotation and, and the veteran pitchers there. I think it's going to be a real entertaining rotation to watch as well, and we'll see as the season goes along if some of the young guys can kind of earn their way into that. Um, but let's start at the top, and despite the additions of, of R.A. Dickey and Bartolo Colon, Jaime Garcia, Julio Tehran is is the ace. I think he earned that title a year ago. I don't know if he's the long-term ace of this staff. He'll be a guy in there. But but right now, best option as far as that number one. Uh, what do the Braves expect from him in 2017? Yeah, Tim, I think he kind of laid it out perfectly there. I mean, I, I think what you saw from Julio Tehran is it's a capability of, of serving as a legit uh, number two and or number three in, in many rotations last year. Now, within this rotation, I think he is with the – the number one, um, you know, you, you, the Braves certainly hope to, to see him live up to that expectation or to that level. Uh, and, and, you know, if he pitches like he did throughout most of last year, you know, he, he certainly will be that, that anchor that they need at the top of the rotation. Um, you know, we saw him through the first three months last year uh, earn that all-star status, you know, which we saw from him in June right before he had that uh, infected hair. Uh, they, they liked him for a start or two. You know, you're thinking, okay, is this guy may even, may even get some Cy Young votes. I and mean, he was pitching that effectively. And what was the difference last year was that, you know, that he was the command of his fastball. That's where everything starts. You know, he was commanding his fastball better. But he had a, a much better feel for his secondary pitches. His slider became a weapon again. Um, you know, we're, we're never going to see that guy that was touted, I don't think, um, back during his high, you know, top prospect days, the guy was throwing 94, 95 with, with the, you know, good slider and, and the other secondary stuff. But, uh, you know, he, he proved last year and, and even back in 2014 that he, he can be successful right there at 90, 90, 91. Um, you know, it, it, just because of his, his, uh, his advanced knowledge of knowing how to attack hitters at, at this age, I think that he, um, has, has proven that, that he has the you know a, a good sense of how to attack hitters, and that's going to keep him around the game for a long time. Um, you know, it, over the next few years, we're, we're probably going to see bigger and better arms that, that might you know become more of that legitimate ace of that staff. But but with Teron uh, locked up here for the next few years, he certainly serves as a valuable anchor, uh, not only for this year but but you know in the years to come as the Sean Dunsums and go all the way down to the Colby Allers as they start arriving and have that potential to uh, to step up and be the, the ace. Um, you know, you, you look at the rest of the rotation, uh, Bartolo Colon coming off uh, another, you know, very 
consistent season there with the, with the Mets with R.A. Dickey. He did struggle last year, um, you know. But but you look at his his home and road splits. Uh, he had a three four three ERA, I believe, on the road. Um, so you know, having a chance to pitch outside of the dome may be beneficial. He may get back to that the consistency he showed in previous years, where he's a got to eat 200 innings uh, every year, and, and that's really what they went out and got Colin and Dickey for. And they wanted two guys that, that could eat innings as they started to, you know, bring in, you know, as they had somewhat of a young rotation around them. Now, obviously, uh, the rotation, you know, added more experience after those two guys arrived um, when they acquired Jaime Garcia. And Garcia is a bit of a question mark, you know, because of, of his uh, health history, but. If he pitches effectively early in the year, you know he's a guy that they could flip, uh, and then maybe make a spot for the Aaron Blair, Matt Whistler, Patrick Weigel, uh, Sean Newcomio. Those guys that are knocking on the door and that might be ready by June or July. Yeah, certainly question marks with Garcia and with the Dickey and Cologne signings. I thought early they took care of that early on, as if those you know those guys were clear targets, and they took care of it. Garcia came a little bit later. Uh, if you throw those guys in with uh, Tehran, there's four starters. Is Mike Fultonevich set to be the other guy in this mix as far as five guys to start the season? Well, well what the Braves are going to say, in, you know, Aaron Camp, is, you know, he needs to win that this spot. And that's fine. I mean, you, you've got to say that. And, you know, you don't want to have a guy uh, at this day, early stage of his career feeling like anything's handed to him. But at the same time, I, unless he absolutely has a – terrible spring or, you know, suffer some kind of injury. I don't see how you could give that spot uh, to Whistler or Blair uh, and not him. And, and let's take it a step further. Okay, so so now you say, okay, what about John Danks or uh, Cole Mentor? Okay, well, you still have to take a look at the big picture here. I, I think that they're already taking, you know, kind of risking the future a little bit by, by putting Whistler and Blair at AAA level to start the season. I think you have to add at least one of these guys to the rotation because you don't want to go into 2018 with a bunch of guys that are going to be uh, enduring growing pains, you know, in, in, you know, having to learn the lessons that you really can only learn at the big league level. Yes, you can develop at, at the minor league level, but, but there are lessons that you can only learn when you're there in the big league. So I think you've got to set up the possibility that, you know, Colton Evans is going to have every opportunity to, to make, you know, 30 starts or at least somewhere in that vicinity. And at some point this year, I, I you know, like I said, whether you flip Garcia or uh, Cologne or Dickey, um, I, I think at some point in time you, you may have to create another spot for at least one of those other guys. So that when you go into 2018, you don't want – you aren't once again uh, burdened by the youth uh, in your rotation that – that they felt last year, and you know, I, I get it. You, you, you're moving into a new stadium. You, you want to win this year. Um, you go out and get these veteran guys. And at the same time, you you motivate uh, some of your young kids, like Whistler and Blair, by telling them, "Hey, look, nothing's guaranteed. You're going to have to earn your way back up here," and that's fine. But at the same time, if they prove they're ready, I don't think that they can be in a position where they're blocking their path back to the big league uh, level. Uh, for any length, significant length of time. And, and the same goes with in regards to Newcomb and, and Weagle and Max Free coming quickly. You know, he's, he's going to start at the double-A level. He's never pitched there before. Uh, but at the same time, I, I wouldn't be surprised at some point this summer we'll talk about, hey, is this guy ready to, to make the jump? You mentioned Whistler and Blair a, a lot there, and obviously they're kind of those next guys in line. And 
and it's been made clear by the moves the Braves made the offseason that they're most likely, unless they're absolutely lights out in, in spring training, starting the year in AAA. How will those guys handle that? Because they're almost back where they were a year ago, um, you know, trying to make this team. But maybe they, when you talk about Whistler, maybe there's less of a chance now than there was a year ago of him being part of a rotation. Well, I, I think he's the one that probably, if you're saying which one should be more angry with it, with this director, I, I think he may be the one. You know, Aaron Blair had his opportunity last year. Uh, you know, it's not, it wasn't out of question that, hey, hey, maybe he would stumble a little bit last year and that there was a possibility he would have to start this year in AAA. That was, there was never a guarantee he was going to stick. But at the same time, Whistler has been, you know, has been within this Atlanta rotation for a significant portion of both of the past two seasons. Uh, yes, he struggled throughout June and July last year when he came back in August. Uh, I thought he pitched pretty effectively. And, uh, yes, there was, there was a start or two there uh, in September after he had uh, uh, tweaked his oblique where he may have been battling some rust or shaking off some rust. But at the same time, you know, I, I think that he's, he's the one guy that, that has to be saying, hey, you know, you know, don't, don't forget about me. You know, what, what more can I prove? But at the same time, I, I think that, uh, you know, he, he's one guy that if, if he just gets a little bit more mental toughness about him, uh, you know, maybe enhances his confidence there on the mound, um, you know, becomes more aggressive with his approach. I think he has a, a long career ahead of him. I, I, I really like uh, his intelligence, his pitching IQ. Uh, they're just they're just a little bit uh, some portions of his game that, that I've heard some of the coaches and the scouts have talked about were you know just the the pitchability and aggression level I think are the two things um, that, that he has to focus on and you know hey maybe this little kick in the rear will will be exactly what he needs and uh, to, to get back on that that path that he's shown that he can travel uh, both the past two seasons because there have been stretches where where he's shown that he could be at least a solid number three and number four for many years at this level. Yeah, hopefully the motivation certainly uh, pays off, and and it's, I think, a good tactic. You don't want a guy to get comfortable either. Uh, one more thing I wanted to get your thoughts on, Mark, here on the podcast. Um, Blaine Boyer, Emilio Bonifacio, non-roster invites to this team. Uh, what are the chances of, of one or both of those guys earning a spot on this roster? Well, you know, with Bonifacio, I, I was somewhat surprised to hear him thrown in the mix you know when he signed in December I kind of I was, I was actually surprised he signed back with the Braves you know, he spent most of last year uh with Gwinnett uh you know he, he, he yes he he was affected or he, he put up some good numbers there but at the same time you know his, his big league results weren't impressive in any sense and obviously he struggled the year before uh with the White Sox so I, I was somewhat surprised that, that they went that route and that he wanted to come back here. But at the same time, from what I hear, that he's, he's certainly um, right there in the mix and maybe should be considered one of the favorites for the bench job. If they like his, you know, he's a switch hitter with some speed and has that ability to play center field. They have some other options to play center field if necessary. Uh, you know, Vince Yorke's out for any extended period of time with Peterson or, or um, Rodriguez. Um, either one of those guys could could move out there, even Darno. Um, but at the same time, I think they just kind of want to have a, a a guy like Bonifacio on the bench, from what I understand. So if he has a decent spring, I do expect him on the the roster. As with Boyer, he was somewhat of a uh, late sign here a week or so ago. Um, but you know, he he obviously wanted to pitch here in his hometown. This is a chance, you know, this is going to be his only opportunity to be a part of the first season of SunTrust Park. Uh, he's got a cup. 
some young children here that he's, he's been moving around here the last few years, uh, San Diego, Minnesota, and Milwaukee. You know, it, it, there, there are no guarantees with that minor league deal, but at the same time, I think he was uh, confident enough in his own abilities and also interested uh, in this opportunity to keep his family at home to, to take this. Uh, this chance that he now has. You, you look at the bullpen mix, and, and you have Jim Johnson, obviously, there at the top, and if a road is just you know, as healthy as, as everybody expects he's going to be. Uh, he, he's a, the guy that, that could be their top setup guy. Uh, you got Cabrera, Ramirez, Crow, um, Jazz Rowe, and then Paco Rodriguez is probably, if he comes back from Tommy John effectively, then he's probably their, their one guy that could be used as a lefty specialist. So you're running out of numbers even with them using an eight-man pen, especially when you throw in uh, Romero, the won't buy pick from the Cubs. But at the same time, you know, I think the Braves may use this depth uh, to either make a trade or, you know, maybe maybe take one of these younger guys. Uh, it would probably have to be Cabrera because you've got Roe, Cole, and Ramirez all out of options. You know, maybe they start him back at the minor league level. You know, here's a guy that's throwing a – Hundred plus, you know, if he throws strikes as consistently as he did last year, that'd be pretty hard to do. But at the same time, I think they're very interested in having uh, Boyer's uh, experience there in their pen, some leadership. So you know, whether it's be a trade or maybe Rivera doesn't make the club, uh, if nothing else, Boyer provides some insurance. But at the same time, I will not be surprised if he uh, is also in that uh, Atlanta bullpen on opening day. Great stuff, Mark. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Braves edition. For Mark Bowman, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.